You're listening to Noise Extra. I'm Gray Holger, here with my co-host Tara Connolly. Hello. And Mike Connolly. Hello. How's it going, guys? It is going fantastic. It's out of this world. Absolutely, because today we listen to and are about to discuss the third organ LP on Harbinger Sound. Jin's on again. I'm sure I pronounced that incredibly wrong. That's the wrong. new way I'm going to pronounce it. Well, I'm sure I didn't do it justice. But Tara, what does that translate to? Let's see. Jin Zoningen is artificial human or human made human. A.K.A. cyborg. So we are very excited to talk about this. Because the full lineup for the Nuclear Renau Hospital Fest Japan has been announced and Third Organ is a part of the hospital night. And from now up until the fest, we will be doing an episode on and or with everyone involved on the hospital night. And I guess we kick things off with the Masana Noise Extra episode. I mean, that feels like that was episode yeah. oh, one. Yeah. Yeah, right yeah, for yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. And now we're moving into third organ. So very excited to talk about this. And as it is on Harbinger Sound for the extra segment today, I'm gonna talk about touring with the head of Harbinger Sound, Steve Underwood, because I did numerous tours with him in the UK and he is a incredible tour leader tour CEO, whatever you want to call it. He is and was the man in the mid 2000s for UK touring. And he also nearly put my eye out. That is true. We'll get all into that in the extra noise, extra segment on the Patreon today. But before we get into this LP, Gray, what have you been listening to? Let's start off with the big one that's been getting a lot of play around here. Actually, it's funny. I on this particular release, it's got a lot. There's a lot. There's six discs in here. I've only gone through the first three, but I've gone through them a couple times. There's some other stuff I'm excited to get into on the the CD ends. But the Drew McDowell collection box on Deus just came out. I am certain it has a name, but I've been listening to the individual albums. Of which I, I grabbed all these when they were coming out, but having them in a nice CD box is really convenient. So Collapse, Unnatural Channel, and the third Helix have been on like near constant rotation. It's always good to put on when I need to focus on something, when I'm trying to work on something to just get sucked into that world. And I just picked up and started reading the Everything is Dissolving book by Nick Susby, which is collected, edited interviews with Coil. So... Drew's involvement in Coil, obviously, uh, but that's sort of unrelated, but it's also, this is good reading music. I can't read and listen to anything with vocals or distinct, you know, drum machine type stuff in it. And so the synth rhythms and atmospheres of this work really well. There are some samples and actual vocals and repetitions in it, but nothing that detracts from being able to focus on that. And highly recommend grabbing that box set. Really cool thing and nice to have those collected, especially if you didn't grab the LPs. And another thing is a tape my friend Sean sent me, friend of the podcast, Sean Reagan, right? Oh, yeah. Which and going to be gonna be in Japan as well. So well, the playing, I saw. Very which, excited mm, for that. Will be great. Uh, 
haven't seen them live in a long time. And I, gosh, one of the last times might have been when we toured together. So be very exciting to see them again, especially with how great this new record is. Oh, yeah. But context product 29 neuralgia tape on Tonspur, a label I know nothing about. Uh, 90s, actually late 80s, 1988 cassette culture, a weirdness, a mix of tangerine dream ish kind of quirky synth. I say tangerine dream. It's more like when runes order tries to do tangerine dream, you know, that right, right, right. Not actually hitting the mark, but still being totally awesome. And some weird synth explorations. I judging from the cover, I expected something a little more industrial and there's a tinge of that, but it's more on the odd synth end of things. And I got a wonderful package from X-Jesus, who is one half of Moth Dracula with a bunch of new tapes in that. So I've been spinning those and it's nice to see X-Jesus back in action. I don't know. It's one of those, you know, the mid 2000s. I feel like I grabbed a lot of that stuff and listened to a ton of that. And it's a nice sort of blast from my God, it's almost 20 years. I guess I think we toured together in 2006. 2007 hey man, it's closer like to it 20 is. than not <laughs> so yeah more closer on the end of 20 years and yeah <laughs> nice to just revisit some artists that you've spent time with that you listen to kind of in the more formative years that kind of stuff i think is formative in terms of i don't know my involvement in noise right and then the last thing which actually did show up recently and i think you've probably been listening to as well i know we talked about them on the Bandcamp format, but the Grey Wolves Genocide Organ uh, live tapes and also the cassette version of the Genocide Organ Prurient Record Carte Blanche, which I've, I've already been, I mean, you know, you buy it on the Bandcamp and I've just been listening to it. Right. <laughs> yeah, same. So, yeah, that one's that one's quite nice and been getting a lot of a lot of ears on it. I'm excited to see both those bands in Japan. Heck yeah. And yes, the cassette versions arrived here as well, and they look great. So I'm not sure if the cassettes are still available. If they are, mandatory purchases. And if you just can only get the digital, well, that's mandatory too. However you can get it, you got to get it. Yeah, we just we just got ours today. Yep. I mean, who doesn't have a listening pile? That's right. What else y'all been listening to? That does it for me. Well, speaking of listening pile, Tara, let's alternate with these titles. I'll give I'll start. Bionic ambient music. Invasion of the aluminum people. Satanico pandemonium. Endless summer and summer. Pornography of despair. Yes, we have only been listening to third organ leading up to this episode. So it has been nonstop from stuff like pornography of despair, as well as some of the older stuff, heavy metal battle fighter, as well as the more post 2000 stuff, the bionic ambient music is incredible. That's the harsh noise mm. CD uh, of, of third organ, or I guess CDR the, from the, the harsh noise series. Yeah, I have a bunch of those. I don't think I have that one, though. It's so good. And Invasion of Aluminum People is especially a real standout from the 2000s era. 
But what also made this stand out is what we've been watching along with listening to Third Organ, and that is going deep into the, oh, I was going to do it so smoothly. All right. Tokusatsu. I feel like that's right. Is that how you pronounce it? Tokusatsu. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Genre of Japanese uh, TV shows, right? Ultraman, Mirror Man, which is a third organ tape, references so much of that stuff, and some of it's referenced on this LP. I mean, we were straight up going through third organ releases and and finding recommendations and things to watch. I mean, one of the we didn't watch Blake Seven. Well, we'll get to uh, didn't that. Quite yeah. get to that, but but definitely, yeah, that Tokusatsu, which is which means special effects style, uh, absolutely have been. Uh, it's been a delight. It's been a wonderful, strange world to escape into, and and don't we all need that sometimes? It's a great world, and I do have to shout out Pat O'Neill for recommending a lot of the stuff and breaking down the differences of the specific genres within that world but it is such a great world and there was even a point where i had on mirror man and i had one of the i think it was invasion Illumina people mm-hmm. which one did what we have on I th- yeah that's the one we were listening to mm-hmm. right and i could we couldn't tell what was from the show and what was the third organ they like, were we, blending we, it was mixing together and we were like, exactly Wait. it was insane yeah 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 so it's been, we just, you know how we do it here. When we know we're leading up to something, we dive fully into the episode. In fact, Gray, you can see across from that screen that oh, I'm I was wearing gonna my point third it organ. Out. <laughs> yeah, I was going to let our listeners know that you can't see it, of course, but Connolly is wearing a Do You Believe Loch Ness Monster a third organ shirt. Absolutely. So just fully in the zone, and it's been a great, great zone. Yeah, I love not only third organ getting us out of, you know, mundane organic life and, and taking us into metallic androidal sentience, but the way that he approaches sound really makes me excited and makes me inspired to try new things because throughout all the things we listen to, they're, they're all different variations. They're all, they all move in different ways, but really it's like he's experimenting while he's recording. It, I know what you mean. It it's, has this yeah. freshness to it that just seems like that's what happened, you know, when the androids awoke and and that's what it sounded like. You know, it sounds like like a full and complete sonic piece. Uh, but but at the same time, it, you know, like especially on the first track, like here, do you love Hakater? The volumes are going up and down. Like he's adjusting the volume while he's recording. And most people wouldn't, keep that and he well, keeps that and i and i love it and it makes me feel excited to experiment with something like that absolutely and we are now moving right in to the lp as tara introduced it and recorded in the tragic summer of 1997 i love third organs notes and and descriptions like that in the releases on the cd don't communication over the mobile network. It says recorded in drowned November. You know, I love we that. We can all feel that. This recorded yeah. in the tragic summer of 1997. Just immediately I'm thrilled. And yeah, here we are. Do you love Hakater? And oh boy, do we. Yeah. 
I don't know the Hecator film, which I believe is also Mechanical Violator Hecator is the English title, which is really cool. Uh, really, yeah, what a title. I have previewed the film and read a synopsis of it, but I haven't had a chance to sit down and watch it yet. It looks totally wild. So the world of Hecator is, <clears throat> is deep. There is much mythology. There is much lore. Um, it starts out in the series of... Android Kikider. Android Kikider. Which is a, and there's a 70s TV show of it. And it's so great. And then the movie that, that you were referencing is from 1995, which Tara and I did watch and will be covering on tomorrow's episode of Hometime on the Patreon. But, but there are also other series that involve Hakider, which again, we apologize every single time for mispronouncing things. And I'm going to just apologize one more time uh, for, for mispronouncing this, but Hekider means destroyer. So he's the ultimate destroyer. And we see a representation of Hekider from the early series on the cover of this lovely album. And there is a description of all of the functions of his, man-made suit, this cyborg artificial human. And while listening to this, that is the only thing I can think of. Yes. On the cover is a picture of Hakaider and the Japanese wording that covers the cover is a description of what Hakaider's powers are what his suits powers yeah, are what the functions of his the suit functions are. that's that's the that's the word and tear will you read the translation of course a loose translation mm-hmm. of some of the things on the cover of the lp we have an eeg computer a magnetic field converter a magnetic current wave energy furnace magnet power radiator magnet lobe launcher a spin storm launcher which again I can only think Spinstorm, especially on the B side, like Spinstorm describes it perfectly. Electromagnetic wave decomposition equipment and a suckle bomber, a magnetic wave energy furnace and gravitational field generator. I mean, all these things are perfect settings and descriptions for what (laughs) we're going to hear on this LP. Absolutely. And and with the most, most amount of like, like you can almost feel his glee and appreciation you know through every single track on here like it really i love the the tone and the seriousness that hakider is taken because hakider is noise hakider is chaos hakider is the destroyer of all things and the front cover art is by ryuta noguchi but the rear cover has artwork by a previous Noise Extra guest, Andy Bullis, Evil Moisture. So that's really cool, too. 1998 Harbinger, the second release on Harbinger, right? After, oh, yeah, Pain Jerk Spitfire. So just tearing out the gate with Japanese noise. The fourth release on Harbinger, which I think... I think came a little bit late, but Harbinger 004, the and the Vultures Leave Nothing, which has plenty of Japanese noise on it, too, including like S-Core. But there's also Condom and Taint on that, an international compilation. But this this era of Harbinger is really cool. And I like the the tie in here where you've got you've got Bolus doing art 
for third organ. And it fits perfectly. And what's really cool about it is that the LP comes with flyers from mm -hmm. the third organ contagious orgasm tour of 1997 that Underwood put on and Evil Moisture played and did the, the, the art. I don't know what came first, the art for the flyer or the art for the back cover or if it was right. reused from the flyer. But on one of the flyers, Tara, will you hand me the, those flyers there, please? On the flyer that has the art that's on the back cover, the show was Third Organ, Contagious Orgasm, Putrefier, and Dog Liver Oil. One of the other shows live at the, the old angel, by the way, yep, exactly <laughs> one of the and that is in Nottingham. I want to say that's I possibly played there when we played Nottingham, but hey, we'll get to that later. Uh, a, one of the other flyers, third organ, contagious orgasm, smell and quim. And I love the descriptions. Third so organ, good. crazy noise shit, contagious orgasm, crazier noise shit, smell and quim, English mad shit. Uh, right <laughs> and then third organ and contagious orgasms and guess actually so evil moisture is not on one of those flyers but uh you know possibly played oh, one of the shows or maybe just did the flyer there is a flyer with with evil moisture for third organ contagious orgasm to care pinga evil moisture and deep kiss 720 oh nice because so there, there is, is a, an extended there is an edition ex there is a special edition with more flyers and i bet even the regular edition has different flyers that were included depending on what so, was inserted yeah, yeah exactly exactly so yeah love that connection love that there is a connection with the tour and then an lp right and just like you said just harbinger knocking it crazy out right out of the gate well of course that comp did was promised for many years and it <laughs> did take a while but it did finally of course those are things you day. worry about when it hasn't come out and not when it's in your hands <laughs> exactly <laughs> It's exactly. like now, hey, that's on the shelf. I can throw that thing on anytime. You sure can, but you can also throw this insane record on. And yeah, just immediately we're being dragged across the dystopian landscape. And like Tara pointed out, the way this, the actual sonics of this, to me, it's just multi-dimensional noise because it was going back into the speaker, shooting out front yes. of the speaker going off the side of the speaker going off the other side of the speaker and the the shifts in volumes only make it that much more exciting and enticing and something that again this we had this cranked and we you know we know what it's middle of the afternoon we had a freaking plumber in here for like five hours the other day. It was definitely louder than this. Yeah. If anyone, any neighbors wanted to complain, we were going to shut them right down because we were like, no, we're going to listen to this record for 40 minutes as loud as possible. And boy, did we. It's crazy when you crank this. I've said it before. I'm going to say it again. Like. Third organ can be the absolute most harsh. Yeah, absolutely. Like, We've all said it. Really, really abusive noise. Like, because. Third organ's not afraid to go just to that blitzing, blitzing, super high, painful tones. I mean, this, I think, was painful in a different way. I think that the the Do You Love Hakider track was painful in the fact that it was withholding because you kept waiting for it to just let loose. And you're like, oh, my God, just do it. Just do it. Just blast, you know, like, just get me that space static. Just I want the ray gun. I want, you know, whatever that spin storm to happen. But it doesn't. It just keeps like <laughs> pulling back, keeps pulling and coming back. forward and then pulling back and then coming forward. And then we get that crazy groan 
like halfway through and you're like, oh man, it's hurting him too, right? It's, like, the, it's, oh. the, it's the battle. Hikater and Third Organ are the anti-heroes that we need. And we, it is the battle. It is Hikater battling the, the, the evil robot who unfortunately is named Mike, which I don't necessarily, I don't want anyone to think that I side with that robot. I am evil robot Mike. On Hikater's side, and oh. you know what Hikater says when the robot, when he's fighting the robot, Hikater says, "Justice, this is what I do with it. I burn it in flames, and then he burn, and then uh, uh, these flowers go on, bur- go on, go burst into flames in his hand, and that's where we're at with this insane track. It's fantastic. The opening, the searing, distorted, wah." berserk energy at the beginning and then there's these bass hits that come in under it these lower noise like little eruptions that don't stick around too long especially on this first track and some of that metallic ringing delay but the thing that hits you over the head first is just the the use and abuse of the stereo field and like, like tara said the the volume level. So things are coming in and out. It's not just panning. It's also this tremolo panning effect where things are sinking out of audible distance and then returning maybe in a different ear, maybe in the same ear, maybe straight on at you, both channels and it's all over the place on this. And then uh, around the couple minute mark, you get those, uh, I put like zipper blips, that weird oscillation that starts happening the volume shifts Mm -hmm. and it becomes sort of single source, a little bit more focused than the chaos that we'd been hearing until like Tara said, the grunts, the, the, the pain, the vocal nastiness and low res noise that really degraded low res noise. And then we're led into a sample also in this track that I have no clue what it is. (laughs) Yeah, there's samples. There's some great samples that that come out in this LP. And yeah, the just the absolute, like, this is truly future sounds being crushed by cyborgs. Buildings are crumbling from the battles. The robot anguish. That's what I was going with. It's in the the, magnetic wave energy furnace, I do believe. And and many of these (laughs) samples are from Hakaider. Uh, or or Android Kikater or Kikater, uh, but can't can't say that for all of them because well, yet again, yeah, de- definitely coming up on the B side. It's yeah. it's is very clear that quite it's quite recognizable. Yeah, but, at least it has that tone. Yeah, yeah. Uh, otherwise, but yeah, it's just you're it's just so chaotic and so nonstop. You're never given any point to settle, but you also don't want that when you when you put on third organ. That's you're 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 giving yourself into that. You know you're not gonna listen to uh, a 45 minute tr- static noise track that's not gonna do too much. You know you're getting into something fully active. You're zipping around the galaxy. Absolutely. I, you know, I just realized we we did not identify the man behind Third Organ, and that is Akihiro Shimizu. Of course, of course, and of course we did do. An episode a while back with friend Jay Howard of Circuit Wound mm-hmm. on the self abuse tape "Pessimistic Cyborg," fantastic, and that is when we did absolutely made the 
decision that Third Oregon is the harshest. It was the episode that we had to take a break in between sides. Yep. Uh, for the best. When you go way. too hard, it just hurts your ears. You can't. You need. And you need this one that we didn't take a break. No, because we just we've been, we've been so embedded in Third Oregon for the past number of days that we were just nothing could stop us. No evil robot could stop mm -hmm. us. No giant monster coming out of the water could stop us. <gasps> Kaiju. <laughs> well, when I talk about a giant monster coming out of the water, you know talking about old nessie do you believe in loch ness monster 100 yeah. we believe in loch ness monster i do think you I, you hear evidence of the loch ness monster on this track that's right you absolutely hear evidence of loch ness monster comes in a little bit it's that insane low just totally nuts tone that comes in that's actually Loch Ness yeah, Monsters. The Loch Ness recording. Monster is is bass and sub bass. Yeah. I didn't Tara know. said, this is Nessie. And Nessie it is. And Nessie goes all the way, baby. So we have a, a difference in title here a bit because there's do you believe Loch Ness Monster and do you believe in Loch Ness Monster? It's a variation. It's, I, mm -hmm. I believe Loch Ness Monster and I believe in Loch Ness Monster. It goes hand <laughs> Why in would Loch Ness hand. Monster lie to you? Absolutely. And, you know, it's it's great because the, the classic picture of Loch Ness Monster is from 1934 from a surgeon. And the 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 how Loch Ness Monster came to modern consciousness is from a article from 1933. This guy, George Spicer, described seeing this creature walking across the road and going into the lock with an animal in its mouth and it, no limbs. And then we have that picture come up. So there it is. All the factual evidence is presented and absolutely Loch Ness Monster is below the waters of Loch Ness. And like Tara pointed out, if you need any more evidence, all you have to do is put this track on. The use of the stereo field on Do You Love Hakaider is ridiculous. But here, I drew a little zigzag with left and right <laughs> above <laughs> Because it's going all over the place, that squeal, that thud, the sound of Nessie, as you say. And also, one thing that this reminded me of on the first track and on the second track, the the type of feedback, that feedback sound yes. that Third Organ gets reminds me a bit of MSBR's Ultimate Ambience. Oh, totally. Which yeah. is such a feedback heavy record. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. And so I I noted that in here where I was like, this has that ultimate ambience feedback that you don't mm -hmm. really hear that often in things. It's sort of a special breed of 90s feedback that the Japanese artists were able to tap into, I think. Different electricity or something, maybe. Totally. And I'm sure whatever they were using at that time, but I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, I was thinking about that during this entire track. I was because it's just... I'm just so in love with that screaming feedback on here. Well, you say in love, and if I'm not mistaken, great, correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't one of Third Organ's main gear in his arsenal a love tone pedal? Is that is that correct? Oh, that I don't know. I was actually looking up different things to see if I could track down some of his gear because I'm so curious what's used on this. I I swear we've had this conversation. Maybe I'm totally making it up or mm -hmm. getting it wrong. 
but I thought we did have this conversation a few years ago. So, hey, I, you know, look, I get it. It's hard for me to remember exactly a conversation I had three minutes ago, let alone three years ago. But yeah, and I would never say I zone out when there's a lot of pedal talk. <laughs> But uh, I, I may not retain the information fully. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Upon, upon sometimes, it, sometimes it gets sometimes it gets hazy over here uh, when, yeah. when the technical details Only come. One out. to two hours can be sustained <laughs> in my mind. Because, like we said, this really is actual just recording of Loch Ness monster, and this truly is monster noise to me, especially getting so deep into watching these old 60s and 70s Japanese shows and the 90s. I mean, Hakaida mm -hmm. is from the mid-90s, but especially the 60s and 70s stuff. Just I was just going with these creatures and thinking about Third Oregon and thinking about their the sounds going on inside the cyborgs and inside these alien creatures and only thinking that it is these sounds. So and truly, you know, third organ's been added a while is is at least five years in, maybe more. At, at this point? Yes. Right. So yeah. we have this 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 art form, these ideas, this way of expressing himself that I, I think has has really taken form and and by and this LP. And yeah, and absolutely effectively, you know gone with this theme because yeah. you know he'll use other themes it's, i mean this again he frequents this this and keeps coming back right. to it but but again the the concept of the uh tokusatsu uh or the the kaiju and in having that with the you know Jin Zonin Gen. See, I keep saying all these words I can't say. I don't know why I keep trying to do it. But but with these cyborgs, uh, with these artificial people, like it, it's so truly formed. Mike and I were just putting on shows, like science fiction shows in this genre. And you would swear it's the soundtrack. Like 100%. so many times we were watching uh, Kikaider while listening to this. And I was like, are you sure you don't have the volume on a yeah, little bit? Yeah, it absolutely. Like it's crazy <laughs> how much it lines up and it's insane how it seems like a soundtrack. And and I, I really would encourage anybody to do that. Throw this on while you're watching something in, in that, you know, space science fiction genre, something of the like, even if it's abstract, like it, it's really baffling how accurately this can enhance portray a scene it's like it comes to life well third organ really did create a world the third organ world yeah. with, like you said tara with these these tokusatsu shows and movies then stuff like loch ness monster then mixing in pornography like pornography yeah. despair and classic pornography marilyn chambers so mixing all that together the cyborgs really, gotta have sex somehow hey absolutely and mixing all that together and creating the third organ universe is just an incredible universe to walk around in I mean, dude, this track is just it, when that when that low tone comes in when it is the loch ness monster it really, we were, it was like shocking. We was like, oh, oh my, my God. God. And yes. like I said, we had this thing just cranked and it was just so, oh, I just was like, it's just took a over the room. There's also the dive of the Loch Ness Monster, right? At dude, five and yes. six minutes. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're just, so I was dude, saying just that Nessie's under the water. diving, trying to escape the oh, bombs that are dropping. It's so insane. Nessie's coming to get you. And it gets and then, really weird after that, too, like the seven minute mark where it just breaks down. You get that pitch shifter warp and, and flap. Something's just loose yeah. and broken going on there. The noisy 
massive feedback blasting and rocking in a way. Totally. Yes, he does use a love tone meatball as seen in a photo on Discogs. Yeah, Boom, love it. Classic love love tone pedal. Uh, I know Taint was also a fan of the ring stinger and the meatball. Uh, Love tone (laughs) pedals are great pedals, and I regret not having mine anymore. It's That might attribute for the filter that I keep hearing on this. Which I was, you know, trying to think about what it might have been, and yeah, might might be the the love tone meatball. Hey, hey. Look, at, look here, guy over here. Right you there. meatball. You, you called hey. it. Yeah, just just call me meatball. It's meatball, Mike. <laughs> just retaining information left and right. I love it. Well, the last five minutes of this. Oh, dude, it, it totally breaks down. It yeah. scrapes your face off so that it can apply a new metallic face. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You are now becoming a cyborg. What's happening? And also, this track also it feels very live. Like this, especially, I think, uh, or or at least the second half of "Do You Believe in Loch Ness Monster" feels like this was a singular performance. I I have get that feeling of most third organ that it is in the moment. It is here we go. Mm -hmm. I don't. I well. Maybe coming up on the flip, maybe with some of the samples, maybe that's thrown in overdub. Yeah, like but, layered that way. Oh, but maybe not, though. I mean, maybe not. Maybe he's got it all just ready to go and throws it in. So, But for me, 99% of Third Organ is absolutely we're hearing what is going on in his cyborg brain from the beginning to the end. Yeah, I think in some of the live photos you see uh, like a four track. And so I think some stuff is maybe prepared and put on four track, but the that stuff would have been probably recorded live as well. Right. And who knows exactly, if that's the yeah. studio setup either. But definitely see him going using some tapes, maybe playing some stuff he recorded earlier that day, and then jamming over it again. I mean, just multi tracking right on right. the four track. It doesn't say anything in the notes about edited. It says right, performed, right. recorded, and mixed. Right. So that also yeah. leads me to think that maybe it is a just raw live thing going mm-hmm. on. And that might be where all the panning's coming from. That might not be panning effects. That might be sitting at the four track and sweeping the pan knob and playing with the volume fader. Oh, in my mind it is. Oh, and and yeah. same with the with the back and forth movement of the sound and the volume. That thing where I mean, this is so loud and brutal. So I assume there was some sort of mastering done to it, but it doesn't have that mastering thing where everything's up against glass yeah, right. for the entire thing, right? Where mm-hmm. everything just yeah. is shifted to ev- to the front and there's no, that dynamic that can only happen in the moment gets taken away. This, it's just, you're just feeling it. You are, th- you are. Yeah, ab- absolutely. It's fresh. And then we hit the B side. Do you know Glynis Barber? And I, I, I have to admit, I don't, I don't know Glynis Barber. We also were unfamiliar with Glennis Barber, but we did, of course, you know, we're going to do, do our, our due diligence. And Glennis Barber is an actress and was in some science fiction shows. And Tara, why don't you give us a little bit of background and is also the picture on the label of this record. Ah, all right. Well, most notably, well, at least we think for, this situation was when she plays Sue Lin in Blake Seven, who is an expert gunfighter who has a 
an apparent lack of fear, has no self-doubt, and she is an orphan who is foraging the world on her own because her parents were murdered as when she was a child. No one can match her speed at drawing a gun, and she's logical and cynical. There you go. So from a science fiction show, Blake's Seven. And, and she's lovely and easy on the eyes and has a shiny head of blonde oh yeah. hair. Oh, yeah. Look, you know, Third Organ shouts out Marilyn Chambers, shouts out some, you know, classic porn actresses. He's got good taste. And I would also like to say that the Blake Seven theme song is done by, or at least the that season was composed by Australian composer Dudley Simpson, who also composed for Doctor Who for more than 10 years. Well, you can Classic see- Classic sounds, which these, we all love. Yeah, and these these theme songs from these shows are definitely incorporated into some third mm-hmm. organ stuff. And in this track, especially, it ends with a song and and quotes about Hakater. So that the way this this track ends is that the beginning has this sample loop, not 100% sure where that's from, but- really cool way to flip the record over and have now a little different entryway into this sidelong track. I love the way this starts with the sample and then looping a section of the sample and the synth noise. But there's also, especially at the onset of side B, just way more atmosphere here. Than totally. All out harsh assault. We get yep. reverb, we get tape hiss, we get sample, we get, this noisy atmosphere that builds while this loop of the sample, just one chunk of it plays over and over. And once the sample leaves us after a couple of minutes, there's a fidelity change and everything comes rushing, just noise overtakes stereo, but it's not the chaotic pace of the previous two tracks. It's not that frantic insanity. And this, I got to say, this is, this is my favorite piece on the record. Dude, it is incredible. Those panic electronics that are ramping up with the sample and you're just feeling that here we go and it's moving along the sample and it's ramping up more and the tension's getting more and the panic's going up and more and more and that high-end freak and then it just comes to a head and louder and even more panic ensues. And that's what you kind of thought the first track would do, but it doesn't quite get there. You certainly on this side get taken Dude, away, but final battle destruction. And I, I thought that this side, especially like almost told a story. De- it definitely did because you have the loop and then you get those, those strange synth tones that were like warning tones that were saying like, get away that something's happening, you know, the and, and then you're in the warning zone and you have just this, like sweeping static and just like an insane sci-fi soundtrack, you get that buried thud that starts happening in the metallic scraping. Yeah. So in my yes. mind, I'm just picturing some like, like mechanical spider, you know, that's coming towards you and you've been warned that the mechanical spiders were released, but you can't really do anything about it because you're stuck on the spaceship. And so then it just sounds like something's being beaten. Like physically, it sounds like, and you don't necessarily think of third or third organ as like prominent junk noise, but it feels like something's being it beaten. Actually, yeah. Tara pointed out at this one point, she's like, it feels like he's physically hitting this pedal. And it, yeah. I, and I was like, it does. It feels like you, it feels like he's punching a pedal and Maybe that also it's like was like halfway through Mark. And it, and it just I feels like about that, like around the eight 
minute mark, right? Yeah. Where it's it becomes it's like low and heavy and then it becomes this thin junk noise that yeah. we haven't seen on the record really before. Yeah. I really dug that and part and that's this whole record is really varied in terms of approach, sound, the style of it. It doesn't ever linger in something like harsh noise wall territory. It doesn't mm -hmm. ever go full filter assault. But there is some sin stuff. There is a really harsh stuff. There is a lot of movement. There is feedback stuff. But this track, it has even more. It has all of that and even more jammed in here with this weird junk part with even more of the pitch shifter harmonic noise that comes in. And that that eight minute mark to like. The 12 minute mark was my my sweet spot for this, too, where it, it the shifter just goes insane and every sound is completely mutated. Well, and, dude, I can tell yeah, you what every happened. sound is just going at nothing ever stops ever. The mechanical violator is just going off the rails. Well, uh, I mean, here's what happened. So the space. Spiders coming at you, third organs beating them off. And then it's like screaming because it's in pain. And then Nessie, who was blown up in the and the Do You Believe in Loch Ness Monster, comes back as, as a cyborg. Mechanical Nessie. Nessie? Yeah. So mechanical Nessie, Android Nessie is trying to fight off these spiders. Uh, <laughs> and then you get all these everybody squealing, and then you're done. You have the final destruction battle. And yes, we did have the final battle from the Hikater movie on the screen while we were mm -hmm. listening to this. And it was perfect. And just again, feeling third organ and just feeling that battle. And just and the electronics too, by the end too, just they, they start to frizz, fizzle and fray and they just start to just warp. Yeah, it and starts it's falling apart. There's that empty junk section and back into the stereo zone with all this heavy junk noise just actually not even junk noise heavy trash right. noise it's yeah this totally garbage everything's blown up yeah yeah everything's, I mean, everything got blown up the, 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 that's why it's everything's destroyed and they're just fighting in the rubble i mean that's why yep. and that's why it looks so good with the finish of this movie because that's exactly what happened everybody fought destroyed all the columns they destroyed all the pillars the you know the androids are breaking down but you know I always want to call this like I'm like it's inorganic noise, but I yeah, don't, yeah. Well, I mean, I want course. to say that, but then it doesn't feel too inorganic because it does. When you add that whole you know artificial human aspect to it, you're like, no, it's it's partially inorganic. Well, it's, it's partially machine. Isn't it's that what a cyborg human. is? There's that little bit of human left. Yeah, and that's that's <laughs> what we're feeling. That's what we're feeling. The hitting. The pedals. That's where we feel that little bit of seventy percent inorganic yeah, noise. That, you know, right. but you you can't always take the human out of the cyborg, and that's what we learn from this incredible album. And you know, also too, like you said, it comes packaged with the flyers from the tour, and then it it has that fold out style where you open the cover and then it goes in the pocket. Yeah. I don't know what the name of that design it. is, but there's something that feels old. It feels like an old record and pocket covers. Yeah. I mean, okay. I guess, yeah. I guess that's what it would be. Right. And it's just, it just has this great just atmosphere to it. Yeah. What a cool record and what a cool thing we're going to get to see coming up here soon. I hosted third organ at green door in. Yeah. I want to say 2004 might have been 2005. So, I want to say it might be 2006 because up on his band camp, really? he has he has 
some recorded shows from that tour. Unfortunately, does not have the Green Door show. He thanks everyone who's a part of the shows, and I'm assuming that Greg is you because people do accidentally call you Greg. Greg, but you are thanked, and you are, and the Green Door is mentioned in the listings of the tour. It says a in parentheses sightseeing tour of the U.S. <laughs> and and the Green Door show is listed. It was Valentine's Day. It was February it was, okay. 14th. February 14th, 2005. Oh, five. There you go. Okay, yeah. so there you go. There you go. There you go. Yeah, yeah. you have to like actually like program spell check to acknowledge Gray's name. I think we, we've all established this. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so d- very excited to get to see him. And it's just exciting to think about all the all the great bands and artists we're going to see on the hospital night and the nuclear on night. I mean, I'm super, super excited to see blasphemy. Super excited to see departure chandelier. Super excited to see Barrett. Oh my God. Obviously black metal set and electronic set. So it's just really exciting. So yeah, throughout the year leading up to it, we're going to be covering Oh, and Hey, hopefully having some people on and, and talking to some people leading up to the fest, but man, can't go wrong putting this record what on. What a fun it zone is we've been in. It's fantastic. Go and like we said on tomorrow's home time, Tara and I are going to be discussing Hakater and some of this other stuff we've been watching, Ultraman, Mirror Man, etc. So tune in for that for a continuation of today's themes. And now hop on over to the Patreon because we're going to talk touring with the man behind Harbinger, Steve Underwood. But in the meantime, listen. The third organ. You have been listening to Noise Extra. Noise Extra is brought to you by Chondritic Sound, a home to noise artists for over 20 years, by Verdant Weapons, maker of quality contact microphones and noise devices, and by our Patreon supporters. You can find our Patreon at patreon.com slash noise extra, and your support really helps. You can find us on Instagram at noise extra, on the web at noiseextra.com, one E in those, and on Twitter at Noise Extra, with three A's at the end. Thank you for listening to us and to Noise.